1: it to me hey everyone i'm molly
0: wood and i'm tom Merritt.
1: welcome to it's a thing the weekly podcast supported by you where we discover that being glum and spreading dreary wearies isn't really our destiny thanks for joining us
0: (laughs) so we usually mimic someone's like mission statement in these opens this is the cutest one we've so ever done happy.
1: let's make this our new thing kids books <laughs> this is incredible <laughs>
0: uh this is from a description of the pout pout fish
1: the pout pout fish pout, can pout his pals fish. cheer him up oh. will his pout ever end is there something he can learn from an unexpected friend
0: it's a book if anyone book. is unfamiliar uh in the new york times best-selling series
1: Oh, I know exactly who is getting the pow pow fish. Oh, the
0: pop pop fish.
1: As some kind of like maybe like a spring solstice.
0: Viewers thing. like you when you we put it in the It's a Thing fish. store, <laughs> which I am copying the affiliate link for right now. Yes.
1: Thank you, uh, <laughs> producer Rich for for retooling the intro in such a cheerful and delightful way. I look forward to many more of these. I love it. I love it.
0: <laughs> um I actually brought my first thing, uh which I found at the grocery store <gasps> spray <gasps> candy what it says it right on right on the front oh my spray God, candy there are different candy. flavors. this one is icy flavor, like the icy drink Classic. that you get, yeah, mm-hmm. um so that's why I went with this. I can't remember what the other flavors were. there were different kind of beverage themed uh candies, but yeah you uh you take the top off. It's got a little pump, and then you spray candy in your mouth.
1: Whoa! <laughs> it's just oh, like, by the way,
0: sugar water. Where, basically, this is
1: where we should tell people that uh, we have started recording video for social <laughs> posting reasons, so I can actually see Tom doing what appears to be like a breath mint spray. Like it's he's like
0: chloraseptic. Yeah, exactly.
1: Make out with somebody in the eighties club, but in fact, it's candy.
0: <laughs> but instead, it's blue raspberry flavored sugar water.
1: I had no idea that this existed I'm delighted to know yeah not to buy it or anything but I la- I'm glad to know
0: this isn't a thing in the sense of like everyone's doing it it's a thing in the sense of I didn't know that was a thing right
1: <laughs> holy crap this exists yeah
0: exactly yeah, I'm into that <laughs> so I had I had to take one for the team and buy some spray candy. I will say it lasts a long time like there's a lot in here so yeah
1: I bet and you're not gonna consume
0: that and much yeah you're not it's, it's not spray. giving you a torrent. Of spray, it's just a little spritz. Honestly, it's kind of better than candy because when you have that little like, "Ooh, I want a little sour candy thing," spritz, spritz. That's not that much,
1: right? I'm loving this as like a pseudo diet thing, like they used to. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like just it's like Nicorette stress. for candy. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> spritz spritz and then you're fine. A yeah, moment on the lips, a lifetime on my the
0: hip. St- sweet tooth fix is all done. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Spray candy. Spray candy. I love it. It yeah. exists. Uh amazing. Okay, well, um, I would like you to know that I have had this item in the bullpen for a mm-hmm.
0: while. Okay.
1: Because of not being totally sure if it was a thing, but having seen it several times on really cool looking women. And that thing is matching sweater sets.
0: So like, on pairs of women? Nope. Oh, okay.
1: Just like a, Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, like a sweater and a skirt that are the exact same oh, material. Got it. Got it. Got like it. a tracksuit yeah, yeah. or mm-hmm. something, but, but cute sweater material. And I had it in the bullpen and I said, uh, matching sweater sets. And I want one is how I had put it. Into That's my not phone, what it says reminder. now. And then now it says, update, I ordered one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What kind of matching sweater set did you get?
1: The act of ordering it is what cemented it as a thing. Yeah, Because the reason I ordered it is that my kid was getting his haircut, and I was sitting in the haircut place reading The News, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. Us Weekly Magazine. Mm -hmm. And there was uh, some model who, or some actress who I don't – recognized because i'm too old for us weekly now Mm. but she was wearing this beautiful matching sweater set and a big camel colored coat over the top Mm -hmm. and then they were like here's where you can buy the knockoff version of this outfit
0: that's genius (laughs) and
1: oh yeah that's what they do on us weekly and i did
0: Uh uh-huh camel coat too
1: uh, I didn't order the camel coat, but I okay. might have to at some point. Um, I got the cream rib knit turtleneck top and maxi skirt set.
0: Nice.
1: Which is where I should say that most of the time these um, these sweater sets it are a skirt. It's just like a cute, cute sweater top and a cute sweater skirt, and they match. Mm-hmm. And all the women I've seen wearing it have looked so great that I and actually I went, <laughs> I went up to. I was at the airport and there was a woman wearing one. And I was like, it's so freaking cute. And I totally want to ask her where she got it. And I'm texting this to a girlfriend. And then my friend was like, well, go just go ask her. And I was yeah. like, yeah, good idea. So I go over and I ask her and she speaks no English.
0: Oh, no. What language? Do you know? Do you even Chinese. know? Chinese. Oh, yeah. Chinese. That's a tough one. And, tough, yeah, one. <laughs> so, tough one to learn right on right on the spot. Yeah,
1: you can't really. No, yeah. If it was like French or Spanish. They're Spanish. Or Spanish. Yeah, yeah, through, exactly. You know, yeah. no, she was Chinese and she looked like I was about to attack her and like she just was like what do you want and i was like and then finally i made your clothes like an up and down like i was like that looks cute and like a thumbs up oh god Uh, i felt like just an absolute idiot so then i was like i'm guessing she got it in china (gasps) but then i found it (laughs) thanks to thanks to and then rich reports that she actually has a category for them
0: well of course that's where she got it
1: because they're a thing
0: very very cool that skirt is nice too like, it's so That's cute. a dress.
1: I know. It's a, like it's a dressy look. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's really good. All right. Love it. Uh, well, I'm glad you took one for the team.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, I it's a write-off, I hope.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think so now that we've it's talked now. about it. Yeah. It's
1: officially a work outfit.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yes,
1: when you see them around, know that you can get them anywhere. You don't necessarily need to embarrass yourself by asking. And, uh, yes, they are a thing.
0: And to further cement the, the write offness of it, uh, we need a follow-up of your first outing with it.
1: Oh, my God. Totally.
0: Yeah. Totally. How's what it go?
1: Creator style, this or that or whatever.
0: Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it um, when you're like today's outfit? What's the outfit of the day? Uh, outfit of the day. Oh, OTD. Yeah.
1: That's funny. I've been thinking of doing a rent the runway outfit of the day posting because, mm. you know, I'm such a big, and i I think they should sponsor the show. Hello.
0: Hello. Hi. So that's
1: my, that's my bait. God, who am I? I'm a freaking creator up in here.
0: Let's influence this. Let's
1: influence this. That's the thing.
0: <laughs> is that how you, that's how you do it, right? <laughs> You're an influencer. Something like that. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. I got that down. <laughs> uh, my next thing is cursive writing, making a comeback. California really just passed a bill requiring instruction in cursive writing and before you say oh wow so California it is the 22nd state to require cursive handwriting in schools and the 14th to enact an instruction bill since
1: 2014 What Wow <laughs> So wait it's like a thing thing
0: So this is <laughs> like a thing uh the The, it's a combination of, I think the olds panicking that kids don't write, you know, Mm -hmm. like if you ask them to write something down with their, they're like, I I know how to type on my phone, you know, but, and like at best can only print, uh, and, and this part, I can't tell if it's, uh, the olds justifying their feelings, uh, Mm -hmm. or it, it could, it seems like it has some, some basis to it, uh. There are cognitive benefits to cursive writing that have been found in several educational studies that, you know, it, it it improves your cognitive abilities and fine motor skills and such and such and such.
1: Interesting. I totally believe it. Have you been following at all the conversations about how we have not taught kids to read? Mm. We've taught them to memorize phonemes. Okay. And therefore not think about reading. Mm. Like we've taught them some kind of memorization that isn't the same as pattern recognition. And there is increasingly this conversation about whether that's correlated with their inability to do critical thinking, Hmm. which makes me wonder if the writing thing isn't somehow related. I mean, think about, I don't know if this is the case for you, but for me, it's totally the case that if I physically write something down, Mm -hmm. I remember it.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely. They, and that's been shown in studies. Like, yeah. like that you will, re- the act of writing it down, uh, makes it easier to re- recall.
1: Yeah. Fascinating. So and printing
0: uses different pathways than cursive is another thing that they've, they've found. Ooh. So there's different neural pathways being, being exercised when you do cursive. I don't know that some of that is like, sure, but you could also exercise those pathways with other things. We're just doing cursive because we know it. Um, and I'm not even saying that doesn't mean we shouldn't do it, but it yeah. may not be there's anything inherently great about cursive. It's just, oh, that's the thing we know activates those pathways. Cause it does feel a little bit like it's, it's saying, uh, you really need to learn Latin, which is what they used to <laughs> say when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, it's, it's not everyday practical, but it'll have all of these benefits. And it's like, yeah, I don't see anybody teaching Latin anymore, but I don't know. Maybe they were, maybe they were right. Maybe that's a maybe problem. Were. Maybe we I should know. be teaching Latin.
1: It's hard. I mean, of all the moral panics, I will take cursive.
0: Yeah. You know? This seems pretty harmless. It seems pretty harmless. I mean, I I don't have to learn it. I already learned it. So maybe that makes it easy for me to say. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) Well, considering
1: considering what we're now starting to discover about critical thinking skills and things like that in Mm -hmm. kids, like, you know what? Sure. Try the cursive thing.
0: Yeah. I'm cool with that. And it, it does seem to be kind of across the board, you know, 22 states. That's almost half of the, of the 50.
1: So fascinating, yeah. considering all the other things that we're okay with them having and doing. But, you know, that's a different show. Different show. <laughs> different show. Um, This is kind of a funny one, and shout out to my friend Christine for pointing it out. We actually had briefly talked about even trying to go on a little field trip and record instances of it. But apparently, the new... Once she said it, I was like, oh, my God, you're absolutely right. This is everywhere. Whenever you go into a store now, someone says, welcome in.
0: Oh, instead of just welcome. Yeah. Or, 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 hi, how are you? Or, thank you for coming. Or, yeah. Yeah.
1: Thanks for coming. How can I help you? Whatever. Right. Welcome in.
0: Welcome and in.
1: This, this, right. Exactly. It's this yeah. kind of peculiar construction that I think is what made it stand out to her. huh?" And then I started thinking, oh, my God, you're totally right. Like, they do it in the Adidas store, Sephora. They always say – because they used to say welcome, and now they say welcome in. And it's just a totally random evolution of language. And then I, when I looked it up, then sure enough, there was all kinds of stuff. Like, it's existed a long time, uh, according to GrammarHow.com, which has a whole article on whether it is in fact correct to say welcome in Presumably because everyone's freaking saying it now. Um, Welcome in is a phrase that has existed since 1847 when it appeared in Asenath Nicholson's book, Ireland's Welcome to the Stranger.
0: Yeah, it strikes me as archaic. It feels like when you first when I first saw this in the rundown, I thought I pictured like a woodcut and a portly gentleman, you know, with a top hat, like saying, welcome in like it, it felt old fashioned that way.
1: Totally. And then this article goes on to say the phrase likely grew popular as a means of greeting customers as welcome in not only greets them, but also directs them in to the store.
0: Mm, sure. Uh-huh. Though,
1: according to Grammar Howe, while that seems likely, it has to be acknowledged as conjecture.
0: Sure. But uh, and what made it come back? That's
1: what happens at stores.
0: Seems like it's making a comeback, too.
1: I wonder if it's just the kind of evolving nature of retail like they're so happy to have you now they're trying to make retail more welcoming yeah people don't go and so we want
0: we so want to say even more words welcome doesn't yeah. seem like enough on its own
1: <laughs> I mean I guess so and yeah. maybe it's welcome been, maybe it's one of those things that's been happening in stores forever there's but we just started noticing it because yeah going that to could stores. be yeah yeah
0: like, there's <laughs> also A thing that I've noticed we do as humans where we can't remember which phrase, so we combine them. So come in Mm -hmm. is the last part of welcome in. So if your brain can't decide, should I say welcome or come in? You just say welcome in.
1: Welcome in. Yeah. There's an article about it in usdictionary.com, which was updated on June 10th, 2023. It just seems to have sort of spread around retail. Hmm. As a really specific way to welcome people to stores, I don't. I mean, this is like this is. Sometimes it's a thing is a, just a random romp.
0: Uh huh. This is a great one. I'm going to start keeping my ears out for it.
1: But I kind of love it.
0: Eichor yeah. Ik- points out it sounds like willkommen. <laughs> too.
1: Oh, it does sound like willkommen. <gasps> good one! Yeah. That's amazing. Well, and then uh, speaking. Now. Of speech things, we have a, a check back.
0: Okay, yeah, let's
1: a, a, cir- a circle back. Thing back, if you, a thing back. There we go. Which is uh obviously, I was I was gone, but thank goodness the crack team was on it. Tom and Rich talked about the,
0: <laughs> the
1: Roman Empire thing. I started laughing because I busted Tom spraying candy into his
0: gob. <laughs> Sorry, just need a <laughs> little, little spray candy. <laughs> just pick I me carry up. Carry on.
1: Just, no, nothing addictive about that behavior at all. <laughs> <laughs> spritz spritz um <laughs> so you talked about the roman empire thing right and what has come out of that is that it became so commonplace that now it has become a thing to just say this is my roman empire
0: oh yeah that's a great about anything a great that you're one. super yeah. into yeah
1: i can't stop watching these videos of corgi's doing corgi puppies doing yoga this is my new roman empire
0: that's great I I feel more comfortable saying that than talking about the original, like, how often do you think about the Roman Empire sort of
1: thing? Right. Because yeah. that was weird, and it's super gendered, and it's got all these sort of strange elements to it or whatever. Yeah. But it's just really funny to be like, this is my Roman Empire. <laughs> and if you have heard it recently, that's why.
0: And it separates you. Like, You may have the Roman Empire thing. This is my Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. I like it. Exactly. Uh, Eric has been a fan since Buzz Out Loud. Hey! Eric says, you guys, you are totally on top of everything with the holidays and family in town. I fell way behind on the show over New Year's. A close friend introduced my family to New York Times connections, and it has since infiltrated our daily group text of Wordle scores. Yesterday at work, about a dozen of us elder millennials were discussing our excitement. that creed was coming to town later this year. And this week on Instagram, I saw somebody create a turkey from sourdough bread. Then, yesterday, I listened to the two It's a Thing episodes from either side of Thanksgiving, and you discussed connections, creed, and Rich joked about turning leftovers back into turkey. It's like you can see the future. You guys are on it. Keep up the great thing spotting.
1: Oh my gosh. I thought this was going to be a Bader Meinhoff email. I didn't know it was like in reverse order. Before,
0: Yeah, before hearing it on the show.
1: Oh, I'm so
0: happy. That's so cool, right? Yeah. This is incredible. That's the definition of nailing it.
1: That's wonderful. Thank you. I feel so validated. (laughs) I feel like our work here really matters. (laughs) Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Uh, Greg wrote in on new drivers. Hi, Molly Tom Rich. Another thought. Could this be new immigrants who moved to the US who are used to other driving rules? This is in regard to the new driver stickers. New driver or new driver. I live near Washington, D.C., and I see these stickers all over the place. Just another thought could be could, could absolutely be certainly be.
0: that area might be yeah
1: maybe oh. yeah fascinating I, don't, oh. I mean i honestly it's good kind theory. Of a good sticker to exist like slap that on everything
0: <laughs> but then it won't mean anything
1: good point yeah well baby on board doesn't mean
0: anything either. i know exactly uh <laughs> rj wrote in on an iat snl bit hi guys i don't know if you've seen saturday night live sketch on stanley cups I first heard about a run on the red cups at Starbucks, but didn't know it was a thing until you guys talked about it. I remember the solid aluminum Stanley thermos that construction workers carried. Who knew these would morph into an overpriced cup thing? Now that Saturday Night Live has covered the cup thing, does that mean it peaked?
1: I mean, I hope so, because (laughs) one... So many people sent me that cup that I was like, I didn't in, or that that. Guess, I was thing? like I didn't yeah. invent the cup.
0: Yeah, same here. I'm like
1: I don't sell the cup. I am not sponsored by the cup.
0: <laughs> I don't even I own a cup. The cup.
1: Oh, well, we got. We <laughs> I have know like you four. Do. Yeah. I mean, I have it right in front of me. I'm that girl. <laughs> I'm drinking no out of the cup game right game now. Out of the cup right now. You can hear me
0: go. You do a you do a little Stanley Cup sip, and I'll I'll do a little spray, <laughs> a
1: little spritz, spritz. <laughs> he can stop anytime he wants, ladies it's and gentlemen. It's not addictive. <laughs> nothing nobody's ever had a problem with sugar before
0: no and it lasts forever (laughs) sorry
1: anyway yes it won't at that rate but okay (laughs) um i pray that it's peaked and we can just have our cups in peace because it's gotten it's gone a little too far peter from just outside of toronto wrote in on bumba Clot and bluey good day rich and also molly and Tom. I just listened to Thing, It's a Thing, episode 301, and when I heard Boomba Crot, I was instantly taken back to the mid-1990s when I worked in a restaurant with a lot of Jamaican cooks. It is definitely Jamaican slang. For Bluey, you don't need kids to watch it. My college-age kids watched it first as a chill, relaxing show, but after hearing about it from them, college-age kids, my wife and I are slowly working our way through the whole series, and it is just Wonderful. Oh my that's, goodness! That's that's very
0: and totally true. You don't you don't have to have the kids to watch the bluey and enjoy it. That's a that's a very good point.
1: Kind of just the fact that you heard about it from your college age kids is incredible.
0: College age kids wanting to chill and relax and watch a kids program. Delightful. What else were they doing? Mm-hmm
1: great point okay so bluey is a stoner show
0: <laughs> just noted just, just asking questions molly just asking just have, questions
1: just have a couple little spritz spritzes yeah. and then watch that to come let me down. Like uh, before we get to our upper next down, down.
0: it's like let an me upper downer cycle. real quick mm, delicious <laughs> I'm uh slipping
1: out of my stanley
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh patron chris sent in a voicemail on a thing Intersection. Take it away, Chris. Hey Molly and Tom, this is Chris in Vancouver. Just thought I'd let you know that on episode 301 you had a bit of a thing, intersection happen um, between Edison Motors, who are based up here in BC, and the new and learning driver stickers. Um, those, I'm pretty sure, originated up here. Um, they became the law about 15-ish years ago or so, and they still are now. Uh, when your young driver gets their... Uh, learner's permit. Uh, they also get an L, a nice magnetic one that you have to stick on the trunk. And when they get their uh, full driver's license, they get an N and they have to have that on for the first couple of years uh, until they prove themselves as a uh, safe driver. So uh, when you come up to uh, interview Edison Motors, hopefully for that other show, uh, you should stop in at an ICBC and see if uh, they'll give you a couple of those. Okay, you definitely need an N and an L.
1: I do. Also, the idea
0: of student drivers having to drive around with an L on their car just—that's not. I know that's, that's not brutal. cool. That's come on, brutal. British Columbia.
1: I know that that Canada is generally an unironic culture, but that's pretty <laughs> pretty rough. That's pretty rough.
0: <laughs> What's next? A big scarlet A. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> no, but that's great, pa- Chris. All jokes aside, that thank you, amazing. thank you for uh, sending us in. That's really interesting. I had no idea. I
1: love it. And by the way, keep the voicemails coming. What a freaking delight! You could just email us the audio file, yeah, to feedback, at it's a thing. you don't even have it's to call a It's never been anymore. easier. Never been easier. It's incredible. Um, thank you to those of us, those of you who have emailed us feedback, at it's a thing. thank you to those of you who support us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash It's a Thing especially if you support us at the shout-out level so that we can give you your flowers in the most over-the-top fashion possible. This week's shout-outs are based on the Lamb Goat review of the album Isolation Songs by the metal band Ghost Brigade, which, by the way, got an 8 out of 10. (laughs) That's
0: not bad. Is that bad? No. You know, I say that's not bad, but then I know some sites were like, ooh, an 8, that's just like barely okay.
1: <laughs> you know, you never at know. my at my last job, my co-host used to there was he did have a fun edit to that game. He'd be like, one out of ten, no eights. Mm. Like eights are not allowed because yeah. eights are a cop out. Yeah. So lamb is
0: stingy, it. according to Rich. So eight must be really oh. good. Okay. Okay. All, All right. right.
1: Cool. All right. Okay. Well, then, good. No, Jake Woods isn't the title of the latest Sci Fi or Channel original. He's a melodic, doomy band from Benjamin Forrest. Baylor trucks must be the most depressing country on earth. You'd think that with all of the crestfallen, sludge-compacted James C. Smith that are comprised of Gabrielle Cohen, it would be difficult for any up-and-comers to sound like Lee Price. But Eric Duncan does just that, despite unfair, if not well-founded, Kevin Sill comparisons.
0: I hear more of A.B. Puppy and Joe Hood. Than I do Brian John Forcaro. Granted, vocalist AJ Venturella's clean vocals do mirror those of Louis Sena Moore, but only slightly. The ratio of growling to Lara Abel is just right. The Mike Aikens is reasonably catchy. I love a despondent Morris Jones with cursive lottery production. What? Cursing. Cursive! Cursive! <laughs> Not that cursive, but still
1: interesting. But still
0: <sighs> weird. Mm
1: amazing it's a thing thing and a thing
0: thing on top Uh, of the thing
1: thank you again everyone for all of the support for keeping the show on the air for yet another year you too can become a member of it's a thing and get access to our discord where you can chat along live with your fellow patrons while we record the show week after week and you get an ad free rss feed patreon.com slash it's a thing
0: you can also support the show uh, by buying some some sweater pairs or uh, that children's book that we kicked off the show with or anything else at it's a thing <laughs> dot me slash shop and keep those things coming by email feedback at it's a thing dot me. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye bye.